Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. I am your host, James Marshall, and together with my world-class coaching team, we'll be discussing topics on natural style seduction, masculine and feminine dynamic, lifestyle design, sexuality, personal change, and so much more. Stay tuned for today's episode. Younger women are more receptive to online dating? Absolutely. But... I wouldn't say the thing about being receptive to dating in person is you got to understand that like, I mean, I don't know how you feel about this, but I still think attractive women aren't really approached, you know, and when they are approached, it's approached badly. So what we're doing sort of isn't really on par with their initial uh, thoughts about it, you know, in terms of uh, online dating versus being approached in person. Yeah. Like, I mean, what I would say is that like, without question in our, in our lifetime, things have changed completely in the sense that, I mean, the idea of meeting online when that first appeared was creepy and weird, right? So that was only creepy and weird people who did that or like weird uh, e-girls or whatever. E-murdered, yeah, that kind of thing. Goth chicks and that kind of stuff. Uh, ones who had Tumblr accounts, you know, those ones. And now I would say like the, in the in the general ether, the idea of like, being approached by a man is a weird idea. It is weirder than meeting someone online. However, the vast majority of people are still not meeting online. If you just look at the stats of it, most of the, you know, it's a, it's a 10 to 1 ratio of men to women. There's a bunch of women that aren't online. <laughs> the point is they're, they're still, how are they hooking up? They're just hooking up the same way they always did, which is like at parties within the general social world. That's been extended out with Instagram or basically Instagram in the sense that you're Social reach can be much broader, especially as a young, attractive female. But still, most of those people are just numbers on a screen. She's still going to be most like, yeah, she might. There might be some kind of high status fuckboy that gets through the online space to her. But for the most part, she's going to be choosing guys out of whatever social networks that she has. And therefore, cold approach is still the great equalizer and still the great like glitch in the matrix in the sense that we can move in on someone else's carefully constructed dominance hierarchy that they've been working on in the scene for four years to try and angle to get Susie. And then if I, you know, walk up to Susie on the street and say some cool shit and she's likes to look at me, then I can negate all the need for all of that stuff that the person who was trying to build it from social circle accrues. So yeah, like there's there's definitely differences. And I think probably well, I need to check the stats on this, but I, I and I think I've seen this, but I think that the younger generations, Zoomers and Xers, are having less sex and less relationships and less hookups than we did. You know, back in our day, like if you were social, you went out to well, even well before pickup, before I knew how to cold approach, you would just go to parties all the time or go to events or gigs or whatever and fucking drink and go over and go, oh, you like the band and people would hook up. Yeah, that there's probably less of that because people are spending much more time getting their stimulation needs from screens. So, yeah. you know, there's a lot more, lot more chatting and fucking Instagramming and only fanning and uh, whatever going on, then there is people just like hanging out as guys and girls in parks and parties, whatever, like they did in the 90s, man. I think that's also really interesting, too, because the whole the only fans thing, too, is also like we're really, really, really creating an atmosphere. Like, and I'm all about, you know, free sexuality and sex work and stuff like that. But we're really creating an atmosphere where like women are really, really conscious of their their desire, like their, um, this is so weird to say, they're really conscious that they can be treated as a commodity. And there are a lot of girls that are like, yeah, I dated fucking three guys and it was shitty. So I have an OnlyFans that you pay $12 and that's my romantic life. You know, we're going through a weird time where Tinder started and, you know, everybody had an Instagram page with like 100 followers and hot girls would be like, geez, I hope I find that guy. And now hot girls post pictures of themselves on Instagram. They have 
50,000 followers and a lot of them are like, well, I deserve to be married to the chic. And so I'm not going to mess around with these guys. And that like, doesn't work that way. <laughs> you know, like, so that a lot of like a lot less sex, a lot more dissatisfaction, a lot less appreciation for what sex is and, and what it can do and, and that connection between two people. And that's been very weird too, you know? Yes. And there's no point railing against it in the sense that it's absolutely going to keep on being like this. It's like, how do we work around these new newer dynamics? At the end of the day, like women still need men and the best way that we've is still to just go and talk to them. Just to show them, yo, this is it. It's in real life. If you're enjoying today's episode and you'd like to find out more about the services and information that the Natural Lifestyles provide, then check out our show notes where you'll see links to all of our other resources, including our YouTube channel, TikTok, and most importantly, our workshop schedule. TNL team is constantly on the road, traveling the planet and teaching the world's most high-end, bespoke and personalized coaching workshops for men, teaching you how to date women in everyday situations without the use of cheesy lines or those goddamn apps. Check it out. And now back to the episode. Greetings, gentlemen. It's The Shaman here coming at you on the TNL channel. It's been a while since I made a video, so looking forward to giving you some really juicy and good information. And today's video is all about debunking the myth that women do not want to be approached because it's uncomfortable. All right, so let's dive into this myth that women don't like to be approached by men. Is this true? Well, really what women want is they don't want to be approached in unwanted ways, undesirable ways, uncalibrated ways, ways that are awkward. But what women do like is they like to be approached by a man who is comfortable, relaxed. He knows who he is in his story. He knows what he wants to give. He has a certain sense of what he's going to do next, which is basically he's just saying hi and finding out what she's up to to begin with. And then he has a sense of what it is that he can do to start to deal with that experience. Like there's only so many options that can actually happen inside of an interaction when you're meeting a stranger. Either they're going to be open to meeting you and you're going to have a nice, pleasant interaction and then see what happens next. They're going to be not open to meeting you and they're just going to say, sorry, I'm busy or I'm not interested or they're just going to ignore you and that's the end of that. Or there might be a little bit of maybe they're not really sure about what you want or why you're there and they're open to possibilities of getting to know you a little bit more, but they need to build some sense of trust, confidence. They want to know a little bit more about who you are, why you're there, what is the context of this kind of situation. Now, in my opinion, this is really the crux of this thing. These guys have a fear that they're not going to know what to do in this moment when they go up to meet a woman and they say something to her. And in that moment where they don't know what to do, they're going to be rejected. They're going to feel pathetic. They're going to feel small. And that's going to remind them that they don't, let's say, feel good about themselves in some of these areas. Maybe they feel doubt or fear or insecurity about women, about relationships, about future, about these kinds of things. So the possibility of walking up to a stranger and saying hi and having all of that stuff thrown in your face that you feel like you're not good enough or something's not working and you feel like you can't get what you want is a huge threat to the sense of identity. It's a huge threat to your idea of who you are and how the world works. So what do we do? We make excuses. Guys make a lot of excuses, a lot of myths, a lot of things in their head that they build into stories that justify the protection that they have from feeling that kind of rejection. So a lot of guys will tell themselves stories I would love to go and approach women. I would love to have a better dating life. I would love to have a girlfriend. I would love to have a better sex life. But at the same time, women don't like to be approached like that. Women don't like the kind of guy that I am that's doing this kind of approach. Now, I really want to break this down and help you realize it's not true when you start to think like this. You've got to start to look at this in terms of it's a system. It's a process of starting to become somebody that is capable of being able to meet strangers and start to go in this kind of direction. Now, for example, when I do live training with guys, when we do a lot of intensive transformational work in our workshops, we take guys from a position of, let's say, very low experience or no experience or like medium sort of level experience to very quickly becoming capable, confident, able to 
walk up to strangers, have good conversations, and basically go with the flow. Now, one of the ways that I help guys to understand that exact process is to break it down into chunks, right? Break it down into small pieces that make sense that you can start to have some kind of control over that's not overwhelming to your brain. Because if you see a woman that you like and you think, hmm, she's cute, but I wonder if she's going to be the mother of my children, or I wonder how good I'll let her be in bed with her, or I wonder if she's going to like me after we go on a date, etc. But at the same time, you've never even said hello to her. You don't even know what the situation is. You don't know if she's open and friendly, if she has a boyfriend, if she has time, or if she has any of this. So why waste all this excess energy? Why worry about who you need to be or what's going to happen multiple steps down the way when all you really need to be aware of right now is that you're here, there's somebody you want to say something to, which really you want to meet them because you are essentially an open, lovable, vulnerable man who wants to meet other open, lovable, vulnerable people and have a great time, have a friendship, have a connection, have an adventure. So if you have this kind of mindset, this kind of idea, and you start to approach from this step one is, I want to meet this person. I want to be friendly to this person. I want to be curious about this person. I want to know something about this person. Now, a simple thing that you can do, which is very rewarding and very easy to do, is just start to look for things inside of people, inside of situations around you that you can use as an opportunity to give a compliment or to make a comment or to make an assumption. Sometimes even just seeing a girl standing on the street waiting for someone is enough to say, hey, I see you're waiting for somebody. I just wanted to meet you for a minute. Hey, I noticed that you're standing here on your phone are you waiting for somebody? What are you doing? And now, obviously, that can be a little bit strange if a stranger just walks up to you and starts asking you these random personal questions about your life. So how do we make that more of a natural context or an easy kind of flow of an interaction? Well, we start to calibrate the situation. So what does that mean? It means you first of all start from you are a human first, and this person you want to connect with is also a human. They're not an object. They're not a symbol of your status. They're not something to acquire. They're not something to take. They're not something that's an object for you to use so that then you feel better about yourself. They're a human being that has their own values and needs and goals and desires and feelings and different worlds going on. And your objective is to go and to meet this person from a place of connection. And ideally from a curious place, a confident place and a friendly place. So what can you do to get into a cool, calm, confident, friendly place inside yourself so that when you're meeting people and going out into the world to try to meet people who are coming from this place that is signaling to them that you are non-threatening, you're friendly, you're open, and you're essentially somebody who is pleasant to be around, at least to have a chat with. Now, the first thing is I want to meet you. The next thing is you need to make some kind of comment. I already mentioned this. You need to observe something. You need to say something. You need to give her something that is making her feel good. You want to disarm her, to make her feel relaxed, to make her feel confident, to try to get into rapport, try to get into some kind of alignment with her so that she feels like this person is, once again, non-threatening in the least, or this person is friendly and maybe my friend or a potential lover in the best. Now, as we keep evolving this process of being positive, meeting people, going out there, being curious, wanting to say hi to people, making observations, making compliments, looking for things that we can say to people. If you say to a girl, hey, I just want to meet you for a minute, you seem quite curious to me or you seem interesting, and then you chat, and then after a little bit of time, you might come across the fact that you find her very cute in the way that she looks at you. You might find her voice very soft. You might find her attitude or her nature very cute and very appealing or very positive, or you may see that she has a certain depth or intellect or capacity or skill. Any of these things that you start to observe can be compliments. They can be positive observations, positive assumptions, things that you can give back to her that make her feel like she's being seen, she's being understood, and she's being respected and appreciated in her sense of self. So these are our first two steps. This is really all you need to do when you want to start to a cold approach. I want to go and meet people, and I want to make positive assumptions, observations, and feel good about interacting with people and just throw good energy at people. 
Thank you for listening to the Natural Lifestyles podcast. If you enjoyed our content and you'd like some more, then you can check out our YouTube channel, which is just The Natural Lifestyles. And if you want to find out about our live coaching and online coaching services, including our incredible live dating workshops, sexuality workshops, then you should check out our website, thenaturallifestyles.com. Thanks once again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace.